Welcome to the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Nilsson, speaker, author, and yes, life coach. We live in a noisy world with a million external influences vying for our attention. This is the space where we can quiet the noise, sort out our thoughts through honest conversation, and discover what it looks like to take aligned, faith-filled action in a world of endless possibilities. Hey everyone, welcome back, welcome back. This is Megan Nilsson, your host, and today I want to tackle a topic that uh, has been meaningful to me for a while. And if you've listened to the first couple episodes, you have heard me talk about this thing called comfort or the comfort zone and stepping out of our comfort zone, faith over fear, you know, courage, bold moments of faith, stepping out. And the question that now is on my mind is, what is the big deal about the comfort zone? And what is the comfort zone? Is it really that bad? You know, I mean, I am an Enneagram nine. So for those of you that are familiar with such personality tests, Enneagram nines are the called the peacemakers, which means we are the type of people that would fight for internal peace, relational peace at all cost. So stepping outside of a comfort zone and having a hard conversation or saying something that might hurt somebody else's feelings, I mean, not that I would ever mean to do that necessarily, but I have found myself struggling over the years, being honest about what I truly think, what I truly feel, stepping outside my comfort zone with my own opinions and ideas, because I don't necessarily want to ruffle any feathers. And so is the comfort zone really that bad? I mean, if you're not hurting anybody else, wouldn't it stand a reason that you might want to hang out for a while on the comfy, comfy, cozy comfort zone of your own heart and your own soul? So I want to talk about that a little bit today and see what we learn along the way about kingdom living and stepping out of the comfort zone. Uh, I took the liberty of hopping online and Googling what is comfort zone. So let's just create a definition here before we move forward. And what I found here on ArrayBC.com, so anyway, Array Behavioral Care says, a comfort zone can be described as a psychological state in which things feel familiar to a person and they are at ease and in control of their environment, experiencing low levels of anxiety and stress. Doesn't that sound amazing? Being being in control of our environment and experiencing low levels of anxiety and stress? Yes, sign me up. I love the comfort zone. And they go on to say, therefore, it can be assumed that stepping out of one's comfort zone will raise anxiety and generate stress to a certain extent. Why would we want to do that? Why would we want to raise anxiety and generate stress? I mean, you tell me. I, for one, do not want to sign up for that. And so it begs the question, what would compel a person What would compel us to step out of our comfort zone and raise the level of anxiety? And as kingdom people, as Christ followers, I would say that there's one main reason that we would step outside our comfort zone. And his name is Jesus. So when we begin to feel the stirrings of the Holy Spirit, when we believe that Jesus 
wants to give us the abundant life that he promised that he talks about in John chapter 10, wouldn't that want to make you step out of your comfort zone? He is the good shepherd leading his sheep. Listen, sheep are animals that really like the comfort zone. And yet Jesus is saying, follow me and I will lead you to abundant life. So I was thinking about the disciples and I wanted to read from the message version in, version in Matthew chapter four. And in Matthew chapter four, we see Jesus coming on the scene and he's walking along the beach of Lake Galilee. So Matthew four, starting around verse 18, it says, Jesus saw two brothers, Simon, later called Peter and Andrew. They were fishing, throwing their nets into the lake. It was their regular work. Listen, when I hear the phrase regular work, that is comfort zone language. That's what they got up and did every day. Likely the generations before them were fishermen and they were fishermen. And so this is the regular comfort zone kind of work. Doesn't mean it was easy work or that they were comfortable doing it. I'm sure there was a lot of physical pain and stress, but they kind of knew what to expect every day. So Jesus says to them, come with me. I'll make you a new kind of fisherman. I'll make a new kind of fisherman out of you. I'll show you how to catch men and women instead of perch and bass. They didn't ask questions, but simply dropped their nets and followed. Talk about stepping out of a comfort zone kind of moment. I mean, we don't have a lot of extra details in here. They're they're going about their regular work. And Jesus what is the compelling reason for them to drop their nets and follow him? It's Jesus. There's something so supernatural, divine, magical, beautiful, compelling about him because he is both God and man that they turn to each other and they drop their fist. They, they didn't even ask questions. Now that's a compelling reason to step out of your comfort zone. The verse continues, At 21, a short distance down the beach, they came upon another pair of brothers, James and John, Zebedee's sons. These two were sitting in a boat with their father, Zebedee, mending their fishnets. Again, going about their regular day, hanging out with their dad, doing their thing. Jesus made them the same, made the same offer to them. And they were just as quick to follow, abandoning boat and father. Wow, in these several short verses, we see Jesus coming on the scene and immediately four men have dropped their nets and decided to follow him, stepping out of their comfort zone because this divine invitation, we've been talking about this as well, this Holy Spirit stirring is so compelling that they need to see what's on the other side. They drop their nets and they follow him. So my question is, what does that look like for you in your life in this season? Listen, is comfort zone a bad thing? I personally don't believe that comfort is necessarily a bad thing, right? We don't want to always be living in, in a state of stress or high anxiety. That is not biblical or godly living either. So we go about our daily routines and we do our things that God's called us to. But I believe that comfort zone It's a bad thing when it keeps you from living a biblical life. So when you have felt the stirring of the Holy Spirit and Jesus inviting you into something new, you have that sort of drop your nets kind of moment. 
if you decide to say, you know what, Jesus, I hear you, I see you, I sense you loud and clear, but I personally don't want to step out in this way, that's when I believe that the comfort zone is keeping you from the things that God has to grow you, to mature you, to bring you into deeper levels of kingdom impact. Now, how do you know if you're living in the comfort zone? One way that I think that you could tell if you're living in the comfort zone is if you are looking around and watching other people live out the call of God and their lives and you're feeling like you're missing out. You're too afraid to walk down that path. Maybe you're even a little jealous of what they have and you think, man, I wish that my faith was that strong, but it's just not. When we were considering the process of adoption. I mean, I had for years, we had, we had two kids and people would always ask me that same old question. Do you think you're going to have any more kids? And I would say, well, no, I don't really think so. But if we did, we would adopt. No, I don't think so. But if we did, we would adopt. And that was sort of a broken record of mine for, for many years. And I never had the courage to truly enter into a prayerful state and an openness of spirit and soul to say, Lord, is this what you have for us? And then one summer, the summer of 2010, I remember it very clearly, some good friends of ours called and said they're adopting a baby from Ethiopia. My cousin called and said they're adopting a baby from Ethiopia. I told this in in the first episode. And I was watching two other families live out a call that I had sensed was on our life as well. And in that moment, I was convicted and I was asking myself, how do they have the faith and the courage to follow God's call like this? And I don't know if we do. You know, the end of the story, we ended up following God's call into that space. And there's, there's a book written about that. There will be many of podcast episodes (laughs) recorded about that. I'm very sure But if you see someone doing something that God has put on your heart, maybe they've started a podcast, maybe they've written a book, maybe they have switched jobs or moved across the country or become missionaries or whatever it is that God has put on your heart and yet you have been kind of hemming and hawing and and kind of retreating from that, that divine invitation and you see someone else do it and you think, wow, how are they doing that? there is an indication that you may be stuck, I'm going to use that word, in your comfort zone, afraid to step out. Now, I want to share with you um, some writing from a Celtic author named John O'Donohue. A friend of mine gifted me this book. It's called To Bless the Space Between Us. It's a book of blessings that you can read daily. They're really beautiful, beautiful poetry and, and, and blessings. But in the beginning of his book, he talks about the frightening, scary moment of beginnings. And I would say that stepping out of your comfort zone is a call to a new beginning, starting something else, transitioning to a new space in a new season, one that is unfamiliar to a place where you haven't been before. And John O'Donnell, who writes this, he says, beginnings often frighten us because they seem like lonely voyages into the unknown. So right there, why are we scared to enter into a new beginning or step outside our comfort zone? Because it seems lonely. 
Like we will be the only person out there stepping out on, like Peter stepping out onto the water. He's the only one. And yet I do believe that that is a lie that the accuser, that the enemy wants to to weave into our minds. I do believe that Satan at times is like, listen, you do not want to do that. You don't want to do that because you're going to be all alone. You're not going to know what you're doing. Nobody's going to be beside you. And yet Jesus has created the body of Christ for us. We are never alone. He is with us and so are other people. O'Donohue continues, he says, we seem to think that beginning is setting out from a lonely point along some line of direction into the unknown. Doesn't that sound dismal? He says, this is not the case. Shelter and energy come alive when a beginning is embraced. Once the commitment is made, wait for it, he says, destiny conspires with us to support and realize it. So stepping out of your comfort zone is actually this moment of beginning. And if you don't step out and make the commitment to follow God into an unknown space, you may be missing out on part of your destiny. I'm sure that we could have, we could go round and round about that. But I do believe that he's got He's got good works planned in advance for you to do, but if you don't want to step out and do them and try them, then you may not experience them. Listen, ultimately, a a new beginning, a divine invitation opens us toward the gifts of growth that are stored up for us. There's gifts of growth and experience in abundant life that are stored up for us in heaven. And yet if we don't pull them down, if we don't loose them from heaven, we just stay bound to this earth, we will not experience them. And O'Donohue writes this phrase, he says, to refuse to begin. So I would, I would venture to say to refuse to step out of your, of your comfort zone, he says, can be an act of great self-neglect. Have you ever considered that you refusing to change, you refusing to step out of your comfort zone and try something new and step into the kingdom of God in a new way is actually negligent for your own, the growth of your own soul? That is convicting to me for sure. He says, perhaps the art of of harvesting the secret riches of our lives is best achieved when we place profound trust in the act of beginning. So what does it look like to place profound trust in the one Jesus who is calling you to drop your net and follow him? What is it? What is that thing that you have been holding onto, that you are currently holding onto, that you sense deep in your soul, if you are honest with yourself for even a second, you sense that God is calling you to release that space, release that place, release that season of life so you can step into a new thing. The only way to truly mine for the treasure and harvest the secret riches of your life is when you place profound trust in the act of beginning and following him. I want to unpack this in more depth in future episodes, but for today, I want to leave it here. Is the comfort zone necessarily a bad thing? No. But if it is keeping you stuck, 
if it is keeping you on a path that is no longer yours to walk, then I would suggest that it might not be serving you well. Now, I do want to say that, you know, you might say, well, do I just bust out of my comfort zone then? Do I just kind of leave it all no matter what? I don't think so. I do believe that a kingdom living is sensing the call of the Holy Spirit and saying, God, how do you want me to do this? I sense you calling me into this new thing, but listen, there are people in my life that I am committed to. There are people that are not going to understand this. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's your family, your children. I do not want to suggest that we walk away from all our commitments because we are renegade kingdom people. No, I believe that God wants you to honor cherish, commit, and steward well the relationships he's given you in your life. But it might require that you have some honest conversations with them. So if you sense a stirring to step outside your comfort zone and it's going to affect other people more than just you, what would it look like to honor them and say, you know what? I love you and I am listening to God And these things right now are causing some questions in my mind. I feel God stirring me towards this, whatever it is. How do you feel about that? What do you think about that? Um, How could we honor each other in mutual respect and love and really encourage each other to step out in new beginnings? Because part of other people encouraging you in your stepping out in your spiritual growth and maturity is that you are doing the same for them. So if you're sensing a call to step outside of your comfort zone, how can you listen to the Lord, begin to ask him for divine strategy and next steps also while simultaneously encouraging other people? So I do believe that there's kingdom principle there of sowing and reaping. When you sow into someone else's breakthrough, when you sow courage and encouragement into them to step out of their comfort zone and try something new, I do believe that it will come back and there will be a harvest for you as well. They will be people who say, you know what? You helped me so much step out of my comfort zone. You helped me walk into the new thing that God was calling me into. I want to support and encourage you in that as well. So I pray for you right now that if you're sensing a Holy Spirit stirring to step outside your comfort zone, you begin to to take some moments to ask him to speak with him and take that next bold step, that loving, honoring next bold step to drop your net, drop the thing that you know he's asking you to release so that you can walk in to the new thing that he's calling you into. Place profound trust in him, the act of beginning, so that you can grow and experience a deeper connection to Jesus, more life in him, And uh, we'll continue this conversation in future episodes, but I'm going to leave it there today. Love you and bless you. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode challenged or inspired you, I would be honored if you would rate it and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so others can hang out with us too. If you'd like to connect at a deeper level, you can find me on Instagram at Megan underscore Nilsen or head to my website, meganbnilson.com 
and schedule a free curiosity and connection call. Let's keep the conversation going.